Good morning. I promise you, I have a really good reason to be late for being up here. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to Crestview Baptist Church. Thank you for coming to worship with us this morning. I am so glad to have you here. And um, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to quickly dive into some of these announcements. Um, first of all, happy Thanksgiving week. Uh, do not forget that we will not have regular Wednesday night service this week. Uh, in place of that, uh, tonight at Calvary is our community Thanksgiving service. Um, so that means nothing here on Wednesday. Uh, in your bulletin, there are a lot of things going on. Be sure you look in there, read over that thing. Uh, Christmas is... Almost fully upon us. Next week we'll have our Hanging of the Green service. If you've never been to one of those, I had never been to one of those until I came here. If you've never been to one before, you don't want to miss it. It's an exciting time. Uh, all the kids and families get to get involved in things. It's a, it's a really fun time. Um, our breakfast is coming up. It'll be Saturday, December the 2nd. Don't forget that. And... Um, Tuesday night, there'll be a work day here at the church, working on some things around here, and choir practice Monday night, 6 o'clock Monday night, and uh, I don't have any more announcements, but I'm being pointed at, Miss Joy has an announcement, and after that, I'm going to turn it over, I'm going to, it's okay, we like to listen to Miss Joy talk, um, don't. Just say yeah. Uh, all right, after that, I'm going to turn it over to Preacher Artie and let's worship God together. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody that helped with the uh, WMU Lottie Moon Supper the other night in the auction. Uh, we had great turnout, great bidding, food was wonderful, and I want to thank uh, Sherry and everybody that helped her, Sandra, uh, Pat and Larry. Everybody that helped with all that, uh, just how much we appreciate you, and uh, we've already signed everybody up for next year. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Joy stole my thunder. I was going to brag on everybody for the, that worked so hard on the Lottie Moon supper and auction this past Thursday. It is officially our kickoff for the Lottie Moon Christmas offering that goes to missions. Um, our goal as a church is $5,000, correct? And I don't know if they surplused anything on the meal, but I do know how much was made on the auction. And with the auction, we made over $3,300 going toward that goal. It's an incredible way to kick off the Lottie Moon uh, Christmas offering, but I thank you for be, being part of that. I thank all the ones that worked hard. I'm going to tell you, all the ladies that I saw that night that helped, they looked like they were exhausted, so I know they worked hard. Also want to brag on um, Chad and, and the parents and, and all the ones that work with the youth. The youth had their Friendsgiving dinner last night. I know there was a couple that were at a thing for the school and work, didn't get back until after it was already over. But Chad, did Chad do it or did Laura, did you help him make the turkey? 
He done it. I'm going to tell you, the uh, Chad did a good job on that turkey because I tasted some of it when I dropped off some desserts, and it was good. Makes me look forward to Thanksgiving. So it was really good. So, but uh, I think he said he had ten uh, ten youth there last night to 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 be part of that. So we thank him for doing all of that. But I do need to make you aware of some prayer requests. Um, Jack Barcher was injured yesterday in uh, a wrestling tournament. Fortunately, um, his ankle is not broken, but he does have to go to see an orthopedic uh, doctor. But apparently it looks like it may just be a severe sprain. Um, do what? Huh? Okay. <laughs> Didn't know about Henry getting hurt too, but but uh, but pray for Jack and, and Laura and and, and Nick, because um, Jack's not little. He's not easy to carry around when he's hurt. Um, he's as big as Nick, so um, just pray for them. Also, those of you that don't know, um, Rick Stowe got the call yesterday from the doctor. Um, Rick has been diagnosed with kidney cancer. Um, so pray for Rick and Donna. Um, they don't know the extent. All that Donna was able to tell me is that they want to see him ASAP. The doctor does. So uh, pray for uh, for for Rick and Donna. Also, Merle Mills had her surgery to repair her broken um, hip yesterday morning. As of last night, she was doing well, but continue to pray for Sam and Merle um, as they are, uh, as she is recovering. Um, I'm not sure how long she'll be in the hospital, but she's been in there since, since early last week, but uh, continue to, to pray for them as well. And at this time, if you would please join me as we go to the Lord in prayer. Our blessed Heavenly Father, we come before you. Dear Lord, we humbly bow before your throne this morning. Dear Lord, we have come together as your people to join in worship. Dear Lord, you promised that if there are two or three are gathered in your name, that you will be in the midst of them. And we know that you're here with us this morning. We ask that your Holy Spirit move among your people today. That you open our ears and open our hearts so that we will not just sing in repetition, that we will not just sit and be a passive participant, but that we will actively worship you this morning. That we will actively listen to your word this morning. And dear Lord, we pray that everything that is done and said will be to your honor and glory. And that you move among us this morning so that you will change us because we've been in the presence of the Lord. We give you all the glory, honor and glory for it all. And it's in your holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. Would you stand as we sing our call to worship, page 636, We Gather Together. 636. <laughs> 
this time we'll continue worshiping by giving of our tithes and our offerings. You may be seated. Blessings on me. 
above our head for the food on our tables. And thank you so much for this wonderful church family, Lord. As we offer these tithes and offerings up to you now, we just pray that you'll take them and use them for the furtherance of thy kingdom. And thank you for loving us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you stand again as we sing our hymn of praise, number 637, Come, you thankful people, come. 637. I've tried to place a kid at the end of every aisle. And so what I want you to do the best we can is to hold hands. And if you can, lay hands either on the kid's head or on the shoebox, okay? Think we can do that? The best we can. You've got to slide in. Slide in. Slide in. Slide in. Slide in. Slide in. 
All right. Let's bow our heads as we bless these shoe boxes because these are, I told these kids Wednesday night, these are not just a Christmas present going to somebody across the world. This is an opportunity for someone to hear the gospel who has never got to hear it before. Let's bow our heads. God, thank you so much for this day. Lord, we don't know where these boxes are going. We don't know who's going to open them. We don't know what their reaction is going to be. But Lord, you do. I pray that each individual box makes it to the individual person that you specifically have it meant for. Lord, if you know the number of hairs on her head, I know you can take care of that. Because you are a great and mighty God. And we are blessed in this country to be able to hear that every day. But there are kids and adults all across the world who have never been able to hear the good news that Jesus Christ is our King. He is alive. He conquered the grave. And He did it for me. He did it for everyone in this room and everyone across the world. Lord, I just pray once again your blessings on these boxes. And I pray your blessings on each individual who packed a box. And the kids who worked hard to pack boxes. And the ladies and the people of the church all year who worked hard to bring things into pack boxes. So much work goes into this. And it looks like on a Sunday morning we just threw a bunch of boxes together. But I know prayer and thought went into every one. And I just pray that your will be done. All this I ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. boxes up here.
Thank you, choir. There's one line in that song that we should never forget that we will never be the same. That's something right there to be thankful for. Is the fact that we will never be the same. Well, my sermon today is entitled, I Thank My God. And if you will turn to Philippians chapter 1, we're going to look at three verses. Paul wrote this letter to the Philippians from prison. So keep that in mind as we read this, that this is one of the prison epistles. And I want you to stand in the honor of the reading of God's Word, but it's Philippians 1, verses 3 through 6. And this is what Paul writes. Starting in verse 3, he says, I thank my God and all my remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all, in view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now, for I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Our blessed Heavenly Father, thank you for what we see Paul writing to the church in Philippi. Lord, help us to understand what it means to be thankful and how we are to be thankful. Bless the reading of your word. Speak through me today. And it's in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. Thank you. The first thing that we have to notice is this. Thankfulness to who? Who is he giving thanks to? Who is he thankful to? Well, quite easy. Look again in the, ver in the third verse. The first part of that verse says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. Who does he give thanks to? God. We have to understand this. That while we can be thankful for people, we can be thankful for things, we can be thankful for a lot of different things, the music, the, the, the songs, the, 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 the gifts, the work, we have to understand something. That God is the one that deserves all of our thanks, all of our praises, and all of our worship. In a church, in this congregation, why are we here? Honestly, why are we here? I'm asking the question. Why are we here? Are we here to worship anybody, each other? Are we here to be seen? Are we here because this is a social event? We are here for one purpose. We are here to worship Jesus Christ, who is God 
the Son. We are here because we have accepted the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, God the Son. We are here because Jesus was obedient to God the Father. The One who created us. The One who spoke our existence into being. He is why we are here. Each one of you, whether you want to believe this or not, are not here because of your own decisions. You are here because God put you here. We like to think that it's our choice on where we attend church. But if you read in Acts, when people became part of the church, does it say that the disciples went out and got them and brought them in? On the day that 5,000 people became part of the church, who does it say did that? Peter preached the sermon, but who does it say added the people to the church? God. Every time, if you read Acts, God added to their number. God added to the number. God added to the number. We are not here by accident. We are here because God brought us here. And while we can be thankful, we can be thankful to each other for what we've done. We can be thankful for the ones that packed these shoe boxes. The ones that worked Thursday night. We have to remember this is the reason they did that is because of God's work in their lives. So ultimately, God is the, word, the one that deserves our thanks. And when Paul is remembering these people in Philippi, he is thanking God. Every time he thinks about them, he's thanking God. So the first thing we have to realize is that our thanks are due to God. The second thing is thankfulness for who? Look again at the verse 3. I thank my God in all remembrance of who? You. The people that God has brought into our lives. I thoroughly believe in divine appointments. I've told you the story many times about how I ended up at Carson Newman. I had been offered a, a, a chance to go play football for Carson Newman when I graduated high school and I turned it down because I didn't want to leave where we lived in Florida because I had a girlfriend. And I didn't want to leave her. Little did I know that in the, year, in the next year I would be breaking up with her But the one thing I sure didn't know is that about five years later, I was going to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. Verse 
and my world was going to be changed forever. And then when I finally did go to school, that, that God was going to call me to go to Carson Newman to get my degree in religion. And that the first week of school that I was there, I started in January, so I started in the, in the spring semester, that I would end up meeting this skinny little blonde from Maryville, Tennessee that would end up being my wife. And now we're 30 years later, and she's still my wife. That even blows my mind even more. That she stuck it out. Because living with me is not easy. If you don't believe me, ask my kids. Don't ask Ginger. She's too honest. But we are being a bit thankful for the people that God placed in our lives. I am so thankful that it worked out the way it did. And I can look back and I can see God's plan in all of it. I tell people all the time, yes, if I'd have went to Carson Newman when I originally planned, I would have had four national championship rings. But I would have missed out on the wife that God had for me. And I would have missed out on six wonderful kids. And getting ready to miss out on a grandbaby. Which I am so excited about, by the way, if you haven't told you. I've got a picture of her already on my phone. I'll show it to you if you want to see it. I am thankful for each one of you because God has brought you here. And there's so many of you that have poured into my life. That have impacted my life. It's not by accident. And I am so thankful. Just like Paul. These people in Philippi. If you remember, this was where Paul was in prison. He was in jail. And he was put into the deepest part of the jail. And, God, and they were singing hymns. And God shook the prison to its core. And the doors flew open. And the Philippian jailer that had been placed in charge of them was so worried that they had escaped that he was going to kill himself right there on the spot because he would take the punishment that was due to them. And they said, don't do it. Don't hurt yourself. We're all still here. Paul and his companion were not the only ones in that prison. But the fact that they had been singing praises so impacted all those other prisoners that were with them that they all stayed put. And when the Philippian jailer realized this, they ran and he fell at their feet and says, I want what you've got. Tell me how I can know this Jesus. And he got saved. He accepted the free gift of salvation. And not only that, but then that Philippian jailer, the one that was responsible for keeping them in jail, said, come with me. And he took them out of that prison. Took them to his house where the Scripture says that he and his entire household accepted Christ and were baptized. And the Philippian jailer was going to let them go knowing that his head was on the chopping block. And Paul said, no, let's go back 
take us back to where we, where we were. These are the people that He's thankful for. The ones that poured into His ministry. The ones that helped Him. And He always was thankful for them. We have to realize something. That things will come and go. You remember as a child that you would want the, the big that you would want the, the hot item for Christmas. And your mom and dad, you guys don't remember this, but you guys remember cabbage patch dolls and, and how there was no cabbage patch doll to be found anywhere. Teddy Ruxpin, you remember that? Where that you could not find them anywhere and everybody was out there looking for them. Furbies. The same thing. This new hot item. Did they stay hot? No. Good Lord, they started ending up in garbage cans and dumps and now you find them in, in, in uh, consignment shops and and, and, and thrift stores. Things come and go. They do not have a lasting impact on our lives. But look to your right and to your left. To the front and back of you. Those people, those people, were brought into your life by the grace of God and they're the ones that God is using to have a lasting impact on your life. That is who we are to be thankful for. Not stuff, but people. Now how to express our thankfulness how to express our thankfulness. Paul tells us very clearly in verse 4, always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all. Now that's not talking about going over to Frost Place and getting up with Joy Hicks and praying for each other. But I'm sure she would be willing to do that with you. Pray with you. For each other. But let me tell you something. Again, look to your right and your left and your front and back. While God has placed these people in your lives, they are still people. And they're going to upset you or let you down at some point in your life. You know why? Because they're just as messed up as you are. So if somebody has made you mad, or somebody has hurt your feelings, you need to pray for them. You know why? Because it is physically impossible for you to be angry with someone and pray for them. Those two things do not go together. 
And I'm going to tell you something else. When you start praying for someone and you do it in the right attitude, something incredible is going to happen. Your love for that person is going to grow. You know why? Because God may be changing them, but more to the point, God is working on you. Sandra has shared many times in her testimony about how she came to this church. That she was having an issue with someone in the church that she was at. And she had already turned this job down. She said, no, I want to stay where I am. And she began praying that God would help this person. And God, as she was praying, began working on her and made her realize that this is where He wanted her to be. But you cannot pray. Paul says pray with joy. The Bible says that we have through Jesus Christ a peace that passes understanding. That it cannot be explained. And with that peace comes the joy of our salvation. David prays, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. It is a happiness. It is something within inside of us that puts that smile on our face, that puts that happiness in our lives that cannot be robbed from us. It is that joy that you see when a saint of God is laying in the hospital bed on their deathbed and they're singing hymns. It is that joy that when you're with somebody and they're taking their last breath and they get this look on their face and they're looking out in the distance while you're in that hospital room and they say, I see Jesus. That's the joy that Paul is talking about here. The way we're supposed to pray for each other. That's how we express our thankfulness is that we pray for each other. And pray for each other with joy. Let me tell you, there is nothing like knowing that you're being prayed for. Because someone cares enough about you that they're giving of their time to go before Jesus about you. I love Miss B. Blanton to death. She was the feistiest little old lady I've ever met in my life. And I know I'm not the only one that ever got a phone call from her. And you would answer that phone call and she says, hey, I just wanted you to know that somebody was talking to Jesus about you. Click. Miss B didn't believe in saying bye. She said what she had to say and then she hung up. Am I lying? Does anybody else ever experience that? I'd be in the middle of a sentence. Click. <laughs> she was done. But she wanted you to know that you were being prayed for. And that meant the world to me. 
Pray. Joyfully pray for the ones in your life because God put them there. And why do we express thankfulness? Why do we express thankfulness? Look at verses 5 and 6. In view of your participation in the Gospel from the first day until now, for I am confident of this very thing, that He who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. The number one reason that we are to be thankful is because of the involvement of others in our lives and our Christian walk. The others have an impact on our Christian growth. Like I said before, you're not here by accident. God has not brought us together by accident. He has brought us all together and He has called us all to be here to accomplish something for His kingdom. And what Paul is talking about right here is discipleship. Is that people are pouring into each other's lives, into each other's ministry. Listen, let me tell you something. It's a little secret. Sandra, Chad, and I are not the only ones in this church that have a ministry. Because according to Matthew 28, every person that accepted Christ has been given a ministry. Acts 1.8 says that each one of us will receive power once the Holy Ghost has come upon us. And we shall be what? His witnesses. Each one of us that have accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior has a ministry. It may not be behind a pulpit. It may not be leading a choir. It may not be leading a bunch of teenagers and children. But it doesn't matter if you cut hair, you sweep floors, you fix cars, you wire electricity, you help people find jobs. It doesn't matter what it is. He has given each and every one of us a ministry. And we each have impact on each other's Christian growth. And we need to be thoughtful and thankful for the fact that each other helps us do our ministry. And then the second reason we express our thankfulness is because of the promise that God will continue to work in our lives. Anybody? Remember that old song? God's still working on me? That's true. Until you breathe your last breath and you stand before Jesus 
and your salvation is made complete, God is still working on you. He is still working on me. And the promise that He will not stop working until we are made perfect That is why we should be thankful for each other. Yes, that person sitting next to you may grate on your every nerve. But God's not done working on them yet. God's not done working on me. He's not done working on you. Think about this. old man he was praying he's God he said God I don't like flour I don't like baking soda I don't like lard I don't like raw eggs but dear Lord, I like it when you put all that stuff together and you make a good batch of biscuits. We have to realize that. And we have to keep that in perspective. That God has brought us all together and we are all not alike. I'm as thankful as you are that we do not have a church full of Arties. But we also couldn't have a church full of Joes or Terrys or Eunices or Joys. He has brought each of us as individuals that He has gifted through the power of the Holy Spirit together. And while one person has one gift and another has a, another gift, it says in Scripture that He has gifted us all different for the glorification and building of His kingdom. And it takes all of us working together in order to make it happen. And while we may see our differences, we are told in Scripture that we are commanded by His will to be thankful. That's in Thessalonians, by the way, where he tells us that. Again, written by Paul. In the Old Testament, it says we should enter His gates with thanksgiving and enter His courts with what? Praise. Church, every year we celebrate thanksgiving. But as Christians, as Christians, we should celebrate every day Thanksgiving. Just like they, the choir sang in the song. I am not the way I used to be. I will never be the same. And the last thing I want you to remember is this, is that when you look at the person next to you, or there's someone else that you're having a hard time dealing with, I'm not saying that we have to get along with everybody. 
that there's going to some, be some people that just rub you the wrong way. I know that. But you need to understand something. They also were created in God's image. And they also were looked at as being priceless. Because God cared enough about them just as He did you that Jesus Christ died for them. And if it was just them, Jesus would have still died. And if it was just you, Jesus would have still died. Because that's how much He loves us. And we are to be thankful and pray for each other because of God bringing us together. If God is talking to you today, if you need to pray, the altar is open. If you need to talk to somebody, do it. But don't leave this place today without doing whatever it is God is asking you to do. This is your opportunity as we sing this song. This is the invitation. Would you stand as we sing our hymn of invitation? 644, count your blessings. 644. When upon life's just for a second. Um, you know, uh, a lot of times on Sunday, somebody will come and talk to you, ask to see you right before the service starts. And most of the time, it's never good. Chad came to me this morning and said, hey, you got two minutes, I need to talk to you about something important. And I'm like, is it good or bad? And he says, it's good. I'm like, okay. So it took me out here to the my office and he... Um, he told me what was going on. <coughs> and this is why we have youth ministry. But moreover, this is why it's important that our youth invite their friends 
to get involved. This, come here, this is Landon Harrison. Landon has been coming for, for quite a while. Um, he has had a conversation. He's nervous. He's, he's shaking. So, uh, can't take a deep breath. It's okay. You don't have to do anything. Just stand here and look pretty. I can't do that. Um, I know you can't do it, but try. Um, Landon has uh, talked with Chad. He has assured us of his salvation, that he has accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. And, but Landon has never been baptized. And Landon wants to become part of this church fellowship. And he is coming as a candidate for baptism and joining our church and becoming a member of our church. And he was invited to come to church by Ryan Hicks. And, and he's been coming for several, since before the summer, since the spring, I think. You've been here for a while. Yeah. And, um, so if you're excited and welcome Brand Landon, I was going to call you Brandon. Landon, I'm sorry, I know your name. Landon into our fellowship and celebrate with him his choice to follow in tri uh, the command of Christ and, and believer's baptism. Let me hear a hearty amen. amen. Okay, well, you can sit back down. Okay, you're, you're, not <coughs> you're not done yet, though. Okay, don't forget tonight at 6.30 down at Calvary Baptist Church. Six churches are coming together um, for our community uh, Thanksgiving service. It's going to be at 6.30. Yes, you get to listen to me preach again because it's my turn to preach. But we will be at Calvary. Um, so please join us there. No Wednesday night service. Celebrate Thanksgiving with your family. And then next week, I, I want you to understand this. We say it's the hanging of the greens. There is no E on the end of that word, greens. So it's not, we're not stringing up Whitey and Sandra. It's time that we go through and, and decorate our church and celebrate the birth of our Savior. Here in our church, we just don't celebrate one day a week or a month. We celebrate every day the fact that Jesus Christ came to this earth but we take special time this time of year that we acknowledge in every service the fact that Jesus came to dwell among us. And we're so thankful for that. So that's this coming Sunday. Don't forget about that. And there's going to be more announcements as we get closer and closer to Christmas. Just pay attention to that bulletin. All of our announcements are also on our Facebook page as well as on our website. There is a calendar of events and it goes all the way through the 1st of January. So everything is on there. You can look, but you'll hear more about it as we continue on. And um, we do have a short business meeting. Okay. But Dan is our deacon of the week. If you wouldn't mind dismissing us. And um, I'm going to ask Landon to come with me. And we're going to go back here to the back. If you need to leave, you're uh, welcome to do so. Just see, just make sure you stop by and, and say hey. Welcome Landon to our church family. And then also, um, we'll be back there after the business meeting that he'll be back there standing so that you can welcome him, those that are staying for the business meeting. First and foremost, thank you for the calling as you've given Landon there, Lord. Just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Lord, I just uh, do pray that now, Lord, that we would disciple him. 
And Lord, I just thank you for all that you give us each and every day, your grace, your mercy, forgiveness, Lord. Thank you for salvation. And Lord, I personally, I thank you for church family because it's needed for especially when you don't have a local family. This is what you rely on to just get you through time. Sometimes you have to talk to people, Lord. But I'm thankful for that, Lord. And just thank you for this time that we have today to just go out and you go before us, dear Lord, so that people, when we show up wherever it is, Lord, they see you, not us. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for the word that you sent through Artie today, dear Lord. Just thank you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.